Hey guys, welcome to Between the Sheets with Leah. I'm super excited to be back and yay, this is my first time setting this podcast up by myself. I'm in my office by myself and I'm crossing my fingers that everything works well. It's all about your mindset. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. You guys, it has been a hot minute since I have been with you, and first and foremost, I apologize for that transition while I was just trying to kick everything into gear on this side. We are definitely doing things different this time around on Between the Sheets, and I am really excited about where we're going with the show. Uh, This is Between the Sheets. I'm your girl, Leah, and on this particular podcast, we get very, very intimate on all things life, business, and health. Basically, whatever endeavor you're on right now, wherever your journey is at right now, we want to be able to give you tips that you can take away, real life strategies that you can take away on each episode that you can start to actually implement into your life. So tips, success, you know, anything that we can help just kind of get you on your way. So today I'm actually going to be talking about mindset. I had just recently uh, been asked to do a uh, program with Colorado Springs Guild. And basically that's a professional photographers guild of Colorado specifically. And um, it was really, really neat because I had actually started my journey there a very, very long time ago and had some mentors that um, are still actually in that particular guild. And so to be asked to come on and, and talk about mindset and how my business has stayed successful Um, over the course of, you know, the last 10 to 15 years was such an honor. So that's what I want to talk to you guys about today is mindset and how much it actually plays into our life and everything that we do. Because when they ask me, hey, what what are your tips for success? What are your tips, you know, um, to 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 be successful or 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 in anything, your relationship? How does your marriage work? I always say it's going to start back with you. You've got to be where you start with. If you aren't working correctly, then nothing else will. You have to start with you. You have to end with you. You have to ask yourself in all circumstances, what is my part in this? And so I want to be able to give you guys some feedback today, some tips that you guys can possibly begin to start on your own and and, uh, start to implement with your, your own personal walk and, and your business and, and anything else that you're involved in. So, uh, again, I was asked to, um, and, and you guys are going to see, I have headphones on because again, this is my first time setting this podcast up. I want to make sure that the audio stays on point. I want to make sure that all of my devices stay on point. I even did a little behind the scenes of my setup and, and, you know, I, I got a lot of compliments just posting up the preview of how I set my, um, lighting up. And so I did a little behind the, the scenes and that will be out soon as well because I also want you guys to understand that when we're talking about mindset and, and all of these things, it's really important to, to know that I didn't start with all of this stuff. I didn't start with all kinds of you know equipment. I didn't have the best of the best of the best. And it wasn't until I started to grow that I was able to start to get these things for myself. And so the equipment that I have right now, it's, it's wonderful. I love it. It's great. But if you have the right mindset, 
you can do whatever the hell you want with your phone and a lapel mic or with your phone and no mic at all. You just have to basically start working towards whatever it is that you want. So, um, you know, it's a new year We're we're, we're in February now and we all make goals. Uh, I'm guilty of making goals and basically saying, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and don't do any of them. Um, I'm also really good at creating certain goals and, and accomplishing them, but I do create a lot of goals that, um, I set for myself, believe it or not. And I don't always accomplish them. And first and foremost, We've got to be able to give ourselves grace through that process because we all have so many things going on in our life from kids to marriage to, you know, if you're a woman and you're, you're a housewife to cleaning the house, to cooking dinner, to maybe you, you, maybe you're in a nine to five while still pursuing your dreams. Uh, maybe you're the marketer for your business as well as the salesperson, as well as the photographer, as well as everything else. We're busy. We're very, very busy people. Um, and so you got to give yourself grace in that process and just remember that no matter what and where you're at, as long as you continue to strive towards what it is that you want, you are making progression. You are progressing. So I'm really excited about the new year and all the growth opportunities that we have. And I will just basically start there. I don't really believe in resolutions. I don't believe in starting something and, and, and I do believe in vision boards. Um, but you know, you can create a vision board any time of the year. It doesn't have to be January 1st when you get all hyped up for all things new. And, and that's kind of what it is. It's this hype of all things are new. And so like, what do I want to do differently in 2023? And so I'm going to set all of these things. And, and again, I'm not, I'm not downplaying that at all. I'm not saying that that's not, um, something that you shouldn't do. If that works for you, truly works for you, then great, do that. Um, but if you found yourself like me making, you know, certain things, writing those things down and not accomplishing them, then you may want to consider doing something different. Uh, although it's a brand new year, it is a really good time for a clean start. And if you are up and you're alive today, if you have been basically given the another opportunity of this gift of life, then take full advantage of it. And first and foremost, have gratitude because somebody else didn't have that opportunity. And second of all, you know, again, give yourself grace if you're not quite where it is that you want to be. We all have these expectations. We all have these, these things of, uh, you know, I'm 35 years old and I, I already thought that I was going to be married with kids and, and, um, it, you guys, it's all BS. It's, it's all BS. You are where you're supposed to be right now. And every single piece of information that you've been given, any piece of knowledge that you have, any book that you've picked up is all things that were supposed to be within your path. They, I, I believe that wholeheartedly. I really, really do. Uh, Okay, so back to mindset. It's 2023. I'm excited about growth. I'm excited about where my business is going. I'm excited about all the things that we are trying to implement into the business as of right now, from the podcast to the Airbnb to, you know, the the, the lingerie business to upstairs and the boudoir suite. There's a lot of moving parts going on, and I'm very excited about that. I'm excited about making more money. Who's not? If you're saying that you're not excited about making more money, then come on, it, that you're, that's, that's, that's BS. Um, I have been in business for over... Um, 
10 years now and the lifespan of a regular photographer is uh, basically between one and two years because so many photographers give up the gig because it's a very difficult gig. And, and in fact, in business in general, three years is basically the amount of time that a business um, will be in, 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 in be running their, you know, all, all of their, their things and typically will go out of business. That's very, very interesting is, is, is the norm for businesses, new starting businesses is three years before they actually give up on their business. And there's many factors that play into that. It could be the individuals don't know business. It can be that, um, you know, maybe financially you're just not the smartest. Maybe you don't feel like you have the right contacts or connections. What I say is it all comes back to you. It all comes back to your mindset and how bad do you want things? How bad do you want this business to work that you're willing to take that extra step to learn the things that you need to do? to put in the hours upon hours until, you know, one, two, three o'clock in the morning sometimes where you're not even seeing your family because you're on YouTube learning how to do accounting. Maybe it's, you know, you're, you're, you're online learning how to do um, some new software, whatever the case may be. And so I really truly believe that it all comes back to you and your mindset and how bad do you want things. So I've been in business for over 10 years and I've, uh, I've basically run a, a successful business within that time frame. Were there mistakes? Were there failures? Absolutely there were. There absolutely were. But what made me different and what makes me different from 85% of the photographers that fail within the first two years of their business? What makes me different? And I'm going to tell you that it's your mindset. It's my mindset. It's how I move, how I... Um, how I, how I am very intentional about my day, my time, the people that I'm around. Um, you know, if, if I'm, if I'm going to be in a meeting and it's going to be with somebody, you, you know, that I'm first meeting this meeting in my head has to have something beneficial for me. And I know that that may, that may sound selfish, but it has to be beneficial. It has to be something that's going to draw me closer to my goals, and if it's not, then it's probably a waste of my time. And I've actually been really, really good at setting my boundaries within the business as well. Um, and, and, and that's just something that I've learned with time. I'm definitely not the best boudoir photographer. And I, I hate saying that. It's like vomit coming out of my mouth. But th the fact of the matter is that it's true, guys. I am not the best boudoir photographer out there. But my mindset and the way that I run my business and the way that I get after things is what sets me apart from other photographers and why my business continues to stay successful, why my marriage continues to stay successful, why my relationship with my kids, I'm continuing just to always try to work on and to get better. It's because of my mindset. That's it, hands down. And, and the fact of the matter is, is that, again, I'm going to say it, that if you aren't doing right, if you're not feeling right, if you're not putting into you, then nothing else will work. Not any kind of relationship, not any kind of business, not any kind of financial matters. Even your health will start to fail if you are, are, are not doing well within internally. So if you're following me and you are, you know, excited about like the setup and, and everything that I have, the lights and, and the cameras, that's great. But the fact of the matter is, is again, 
I didn't have all of these things when I first started. I worked with exactly what I had. So I'm sorry to disappoint you if you think that this first podcast is going to be basically about how I use my camera, what settings I put it on, what type of equipment is in my bag. It's not at all any of those things that have made me successful. It's actually just the simplistic things like discipline, imagination, making decisions, belief, faith, persistence, dedication, all of these words that people take for granted so often. They love the concept of change. We, it, we, we do. Just think, every January 1st, we set all of these new, these new uh, goals for ourselves because we love the idea of all of these things of change and implementing new things. But the fact of the matter is, is 85% of people will never get at it because it's hard. It's very, very hard work. You know, some of the hardest work, um, sorry, my earphones are kind of messing with me. Some of the hardest work that you will ever do in your life is work on you. That's it. Some of the hardest things that you'll ever do in your life is self-growth, is walking yourself through all the uncomfortable junk that you're going to have to go through, that we are all going to go through and that we will continue to go through. And I want to say this, it's not that I have come to this point in my life that I, I just, I'm, you know, so good at everything that I do. It's not that at all. It's just that I have found the tools. I implement the tools to be able to continue to succeed forward, to, to push myself forward. That's the biggest difference is that I'm learning the tools. I have the tools in my toolbox. I'm always looking for new tools to make me progress in all aspects of my life. So 2007 is when I started my photography journey. And it was basically... Um, the way that it started was, uh, you know, I was always the girl with the camera, always the girl with the camera at the parties. And, and if you go through my, my albums, you're going to see that I have pictures galore. But uh, it was a particular family session that I was on. We had never had our, our pictures taken professionally by um, an individual photographer. We've done JCPenney. We did Target. We did all of these other, um, you know, uh, studios, but never by somebody who actually came and took pictures and, and we went on location. She was a brand new photographer. She had done pictures for my cousin and um, I was excited to, to try her out. She was super, super nervous um, because she was so new and that was completely okay because I didn't have like super high expectations in the sense that I had seen what my cousin had. I loved it. And so I said, let's, let's just give this a go. We went out to the park, uh, a park here in Colorado Springs, and I kind of took over her shoot because I could see how nervous she was. I could see that she was very anxious and just, you know, I don't know what to do. And, and, and she was struggling and fiddling. And, and I don't know if it was because it was my family that it made it so comfortable for me. But the fact of the matter is, is that I just kind of took over and ignited something in me. There was something that sparked that day. And I walked away from that photo shoot looking at my husband and said, I believe that I can make money doing this. I believe that I can be successful at this if I just kind of give it a, um, a try. And he looked at me and he said, if you think that you want to do this, let's go get a camera. And so one of the very first things that I want you to mention that I want to mention here and that I want you to notice is that I had somebody in my corner that was already being a cheerleader for me. If you think 
that you can go about this life by yourself in isolation with no help, you're fooling yourself. That is when depression will kick in. That is when you will start to feel like you are all over the place. That is when your life can kind of just become so chaotic. It's because we feel like we can do things completely all on our own. And that's actually a traumatic response to something that has happened in your life. And I realized that for me, I'm a go-getter in, in, in all aspects and I go after things, but I also know that there was many times that I really felt like I could do everything on my own. And that is so far from the truth. You've got to have people that are encouraging you, edifying you, building you up. Your circle of influence is so very important because it can make or break you. And I thank God for the encouragement of my husband that I had to say, let's go walk into that camera store and get a camera. And if you don't have a husband, if you're not married, if you don't have a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever the case may be, just make sure that you have a circle of people that are cheering you on that, you know, want to see you succeed. You'd be more surprised than not that at the end of the day, people are actually really good. Aside from all the bullshit that you see on social media, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of good people that are out there and, and want to see others succeed, want others to be successful and are willing to cheer them on and be there for them in many aspects. And so make sure that you have that encouragement. I also want to point out that in that moment, I made a sounding speech. Basically, I spoke it out. I spoke out what I believed in my heart, which was, I believed that I can be a photographer and that I could be very good at it. What we say out of our mouth is so very detrimental or positive for our walk in all aspects. The things that come out of our mouth are so very important and we have got to start realizing that we ha- we've got to stop just saying things, just vomiting out of the mouth. Like we've got to really watch what we say. And I'm talking about guys, things from as simple as I always get sick around this time of year. Well, you probably are going to continue to get sick because you're just declaring it from things like I always, um, you know, lose my keys. I'm never lucky. I never am successful relationships. I'm not a good communicator. All of these things that you're saying are coming out of you because you have a deep rooted belief within inside of you. So it's just easy to say these things. And because you believe them, it's Henry Ford that says, whether you think that you can or you can't, you're absolutely right. We've got to be careful with what we allow to escape our mouth. The word says that we need to be more listeners than what we are talkers. We need to be able to hold that speech out, that, that we have the power of life and death within our tongue. And if you believe any of those principles, then you need to believe that, that your words are very, very, very powerful. I had a deep-rooted belief inside of me. I spoke it out to my husband. He encouraged me, and I was determined to then start this career. Determination is 
having made a firm decision and being resolved not to change it. I was determined to do what I said I was going to do and not waver on that decision. Decisions are very difficult. Whatever decision you're making in your life right now, maybe it's to start that relationship and trust. Maybe it's to end that relationship because it's no good. Maybe it's to start the new journey with the new job. Um, These are all decisions that you're making within your life right now. And truth be told that whatever it is that you believe here, it's going to flourish out here. There's no faking the funk. It is a universal principle and law. That is why you have to start to really believe differently. If your life, if your relationships, if your work, if all of these things are not going right for you right now, you've got to rewire some things within, within here. I made a determination of what I was going to do. I made the decision that I was going to go after it. And you know what the simple action was? Was me walking into Mike's camera and picking up a camera. That was the action. Action, you guys, can be as simple as doing a vision board. Action can be as simple as picking up the phone and making a few phone calls to people to to understand what the process is to build a home. It could be, uh, you know, meeting with the person that you met at the networking event because it's going to spark something up. That's when, when people say, don't worry about the how. Like, you just need to figure out about the how. You just need to walk in action and then stop worrying about it because that is also a universal principle and a universal law that basically what you start to go after, you're now showing that I believe so much, not only in what I'm saying, but what's deep down in my heart that I'm going to walk towards it and God takes care of the rest. You guys... If there's anything that I know to be true, to be true, to be true, it's that he is the one that really kind of just navigates our path for us. We walk it and he's kind of navigating people, things, places. And I want to take note on that as well and say that whether whatever religion you are, you know, the fact of the matter is this, is that we would be stupid to think that God would not use All of these resources, people, places, things, books, to speak to us. God will use a donkey to speak to you. He will use a burning bush. He will use other individuals to speak to you. If you don't think that he won't use the stars, the moon, the sky, and everything else, you're crazy because it says it. It says that he will basically talk to us in any form or fashion. If he needs to get a hold of us, he's going to get a hold of us. If you think that God can't use all of the resources that he made, including people that may not be saved, including people that may not be as Christian as you, you're 100% wrong. You're going to realize that within my show, if you haven't already, that I'm definitely a different kind of Christian. And... I say that because I've gotten 
you know, back and forth with other individuals and, and other, you know, Bible thumpers who um, show more of a relationship of knowing the word, but not actually doing or saying anything that they're, they, they, they believe in their own life. They're, they don't even implement what they say. They're quick to judge you. They're quick to throw out everything that you're doing wrong, but they're not quick to look at their own faults. The fact of the matter is that we're all sinners saved by grace, which is a gift, people not something that you can earn. It's something that we try to, we, 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 tr- we, we, we thrive, I should say, and, and we strive to be like God, like Jesus. But the fact of the matter is, he says, is not one of you guys is righteous. Not one of you guys can do what I did. It's a gift. All right, well, that is my time almost. Holy moly. So we're, we've got about five minutes on the clock right now. So I set myself up a little timer here because I wanted to make sure, and, and I know you guys love that little Mario, that I stayed on track. And um, I'm hoping that this first segment of mindset, you guys are actually just picking up some of these little principles that, again, they seem so simplistic, but so many people are not willing to do the work. So my question would be to ask you, and I would love for you guys to comment, is what are you doing in your business? What are you doing in your life? Or what are you not doing in your life, your business, your relationship that you know that you should be? That you hands down know, I should be doing this within my business, but you're not doing it. And then I would say, what further, what decision do you need to make to help you get there? And the last key part of this is what has kept you from making that decision? I really want you guys to sit and think about this, uh, this question. What are you not doing inside of your business, your life, your relationship, whatever the case may be, that you know that you should be doing? What decision do you need to make to help you get there? And what is keeping you? And get real honest with yourself from making that decision. Because I'm going to tell you that the majority of the reasons why people will not commit to a decision is fear. And really, I hate even using the word fear because it's not even fear. Because if you take it back to fear and how God built us. Okay. So let's just, let's just kind of talk about that for a second. The way that God built us fight or flight, our system, our, um, it's basically, and I think I'm, if I'm saying it right, it's our sim, um, sim, sim, system, um, fight or flight. So basically a bear is coming to kill you. You are in fear for your life, so your adrenaline starts to pump, and your pupils dilate and get bigger, and your 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 hands might become sweaty, and your mouth goes dry, but all of your impulses are one hundred percent stronger, and it's because your body is now ready to either fight or to get the hell out of there. That is what fear is. That is what fear was designed to be inside of our body. Fear is not, I'm afraid to speak. No, you are insecure to speak. There's something inside of you that is not secure enough to walk in front of somebody in that room and have confidence. It's not fear. You think it's fear, but it's actually insecurity. But these insecurities within ourselves are what we really need to start looking at. If I'm afraid to walk up to the person and tell them how I feel, 
why. I need to ask myself why. Maybe did something happen inside of my life as a child, as a teenager, as an adult even, where I went and spoke to somebody and I did not get the reaction that I wanted. I did not get the response that I wanted and it made me kind of shrink down. Maybe that's what it is. And so you're acting sometimes either out of past tense, okay? And, and I really want you guys to hear this. You're acting out of something that happened in your past, something traumatic, or you're walking in anxiety of in anticipation of what you think is going to happen and tell, telling yourself a narrative story. Like, I'm going to walk up to this person. They're going to say this. I'm going to feel really stupid. I'm going to walk away. I should have never done that. And so you've already created your story from start to end. So I want you to, I want you to look at that really quick. You're making a decision out of a past traumatic response or you're making a decision or trying to make a decision out of anticipation of what's going to happen. You guys, we don't know the future. We really don't know the future, but we can have a really good journey, I should say, if we kind of just start to walk and fight those things within us towards what it is we want and be more in the present. So not in the past and not in the future, but right there in that moment. And I want to just say, if you guys have not read the book, um, Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins, that book is phenomenal. And again, it's a very simplistic ideal of how to trick your brain and to stop being in that, that, that insecure place and to stop either anticipating what you think is going to happen or in that traumatic spot of, you know, here's what happened to me before and so now I'm, I think I'm scared. She gives you very simplistic ways to trick your brain into continuing counting down five, four, three, two, one, and turning off all of that stuff that's just like going into your, your, your brain at that moment, just firing and triggering and walking towards what it is that you want and the response that can happen there after. So in this episode, I basically just broke down a couple of things that I really want you to focus on. And that is first and foremost, think about what kind of decisions you want to make in your life. Think about what is keeping you from making those decisions? And I want you to start to really focus on what are your true internal beliefs about who you are. So if I were asking myself, being an observer, okay, outside of Leah's body, outside of Leah's mind, who is Leah and what are my deep set beliefs about Leah? That is what I'm asking you to do. When you can become the observer of who and what and how you move, you can shift things in your life like you would not believe. But you've got to start to be aware of why you are doing the things that you're doing. And so that is why I asked you to think about the decision that you need to make in that relationship in your health maybe. Maybe it's that maybe you haven't gone to the doctor because you're too scared of this. And ask yourself what is keeping you from making that decision. I want you to start to really set in on those deep set beliefs. What do you believe to be true about you? 
whether it's something that you learned, a traumatic response, um, maybe it's something that you observed, maybe it's just something that you grew up with. It's that learned environment as well that, you know, this is just how we did things and I need to kind of undo those things. I want to encourage you to start to take small actions towards what it is you want. If you want to build a house, start to draw it. Start to actually write it out and, and, and dream and imagine just a little bit what that looks like. If you want a new job, I want you to start to go through the pros and cons and write them down. If I go this route, what is beneficial for me? If I don't go this route, what is possibly, you know, uh, maybe not so beneficial for me? I want you to start to take small action steps towards the very things that you want. Relationship, health, business. Everybody has a personal um, choice, a personal decision that they're making in some aspect of their life. And I want you to kind of hone in on that and see where we can start to really digest all of this stuff and really start to pull out how we can become better. I want to help you along the way. I want to help you start to pull those things. I want to help you start to be more aware and recognize the things that might be holding you back and how you can start to rewire your thinking and your mindset to get you to where it is that you want to be. So this is part one of mindset and um, this is season two of Between the Sheets with your girl Leah. I'm very excited. Uh, I have a lot of interviews that are coming up, but in between uh, I'm going to be doing these small segments of trying to teach people little things that I implemented in my own life. Um, you understand that philosophy in itself is just knowledge, um, knowledge of something and teaching somebody else. You're, you're a great philosopher. You're a great, you know, a uh, philosopher is having knowledge and, and, and teaching somebody the knowledge that, you know, but when you've actually done it and you have the experience you're moving in a different direction. You are past now becoming a philosopher and you can actually tell people out of experience, here is what I know to be true. And these things I know to be true for me and I want to be able to help you. So uh, we will for sure uh, be dropping part two very shortly. You guys, the schedule for Between the Sheets, we're going to be having it hopefully two times a month and we are still going to be dropping them on Wednesday. Uh, for whatever reason, we found that many people love the idea of getting them late at night. Maybe it's because they've settled down, they're in their bathtub. Maybe it's just because everything is quiet. Um, but that's the key time that people um, are really kind of tuning in. So we're going to continue to do Wednesday evenings. I used to drop them at like midnight. I may be dropping them a little bit sooner. Stay tuned for that. I promise you that I'll definitely be a lot more organized this season that I'll definitely bringing you, um, be bringing you tips and, and things that you can actually implement into your life immediately to help you along your way. And um, I'm really excited about where it's going to go. I'm going to be talking about a lot of different aspects of life, relationship, my own personal relationship, my own personal journey, the things that helped me, the things that um, really hindered my walk, um, sharing all of the stuff in between the sheets for sure that um, we tend to be a little bit shy of, you know, all of the mess that people don't actually get to see because they get to see all of the, the good stuff happening. I want to share my mess with you. I want to share all the things that I have been through uh, myself and 
I want to start to share the tools that helped me to break free of those things and get to where I am right now. So very excited, you guys. It's Between the Sheets with Leah, your girl here. This is episode one. I did it all by myself. I'm super excited and um, we're just going to keep going from there. So I'm going to hit you with my intro and I'm going to transition out, you guys. Peace. <laughs>